Poems and whiskey. Uh, all right, so it's another solo episode. Yeah, so every once in a while, uh, if, if you're if you're new here, every once in a while, I, uh, I I do a solo episode because sometimes there's just too many damn Wednesdays in a month, and I don't want y'all forgetting about me. Um, it, it'd be nice to to be remembered sometimes. <laughs> if you're one of those uh, who have slogged through my previous solo, <laughs> I am so sorry. I deeply apologize. Uh, you have my eternal gratitude. Um, <clears throat> but this this won't be uh, quite that long or quite that rambly. A little rambly because that's uh, the <clears throat> uh, that just comes to the territory. That's my brand, I think. Um all right, so uh, I guess a couple of updates. Um, so I'm putting together the chat book, which is why I'm kind of like slogging through some stuff. But I'm putting together a chat book, and I had some rather like unexpected, oh, uh, just like body responses. I'm not in a non crisis or or anything, but um, I'm aware of it, and these things are happening, and I feel them as I am putting together this uh, chat book of some poems that I wrote once upon a time and re-edited and edited and edited once more and collected and maybe put into some sort of narrative because that's what we like to to do and pretend that we can make sense of all of it um but yeah so that's that, that's what I'm doing um now like a, like show wise I guess we can kind of check in a little bit like I'm sure y'all noticed the themes um that um that kind of like hover over everything like where we put ourselves, uh, where we put our love, uh, where we put what pulls us forward, like, that's where our, our lives are, right? Um, and it made me think of, uh, it's making me think of pain again, and that, uh, that old chestnut of, uh, the crack is where the light gets in. It's a way of that's how you're going to reach something. That's how you're going to reach other people. That's how you're going to reach yourself, etc. But I'm wondering if it's less, less of how something gets in, but more what we allow out. So that's going to be the general theme of uh, tonight. Yeah, I know a theme, a theme. Since when do I do fucking themes? Apparently now, now is when I do fucking themes. But, um, <laughs> all right. So we have a, a few big names, a few, uh, little presses, um, mostly, uh, and my brain's been shot. I've been, uh, haven't been able to focus on shit. So thank you very much to Mandy and Jamie for helping me out and, uh, putting up uh, figuring out the set list on uh, who I was going to include tonight because I hadn't a fucking clue. All right, so I'm going to start off with Rothke. Uh, Theodore Rothke. Uh, Rothke? Rothke? Hmm. Let's pretend I know what I'm talking about. All right, so this is called Song. My wrath wears the edge of the fine, shapely thought that I carried so long when so young. When so young. My rage, <laughs> what's to be the soul's privilege? Will the heart eat the heart? What's to come? What's to come? Oh, love, you who hear the slow tick of time in your sea-buried ear, 
Tell me now. Tell me now. You'll have to excuse while I flip back and forth through my various books. Uh, I still do a disgusting amount of portion of this shit by hand. Alright, so here we go. The next up is uh, Todd Dillard, How to Live. Depravity begins with thinking of love as a radical act. I quit loving with difficulty. I love easy now. Two parakeets on my shoulders. They'll fly away if I move. So I move. I love flight. I love cages left wide open. I am not a window. I could be a window. Open me. You'll find some dense wood. Children wandering inside it. No lost children. They know the way. They live the way the horses run. If they each had a bird in hand, they would open their hands. Alright, this next one is by Ali Yang. It's called Against Beauty. I want nothing more to devour than the things I find beautiful. To sink my teeth into my beloved's thigh. To lick the color off a painting. To open up my legs and swallow the universe. Yesterday the moon was so bright and luminous my fingers itched to pluck it from the sky and break it apart, scooping the meat from its rind into my gullet. I am not only moved by beauty, I want to gorge myself on it. And is it not a form of devotion to admire a thing so deeply you will stop at nothing to consume it? Or is that just a pretense for destruction? Am I no better than any other man who confuses prayer with prey? I'll admit I'm a greedy creature whose desire has outgrown my body and taken on a life and a pulse and a mouth of its own, wet and wanting. I see myself reflected in my lover's eyes, so shiny and adored, and I cannot stifle the urge to reach into the deep pools of their pupils and peel away my mirrored skin to reveal the sinew beneath. I long for more than to possess beauty. I want to dissect it, masticate it, unhinge my jaw, and gulp it down whole. After I have stripped beauty bare, laid it down like a lover at my feet, and subsumed it, what will govern me then? Next up, gentle folk. Be one from our. I mean, shit, it might as well be a sponsor at this point. <laughs> John Compton's uh, new book out from uh, Ethel or Ethelzine. Mm. Anyway, Blacked Out Borderland from an Exponential Crisis. John, I love your titles. That one's. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little difficult for me. Alright, here we go. John Compton. William Carlos Williams. Pulling the red wheelbarrow before breakfast full of plums, wheels squeak through the house to the operating table to inspect how the knife carves through their skin, how each piece cleaves free. Rather, hunger subdued me, so I ate every last one, leaving the glazed plate as the note. And that's that poem. <laughs> Next, uh, we have uh, Small Geometries 
by Catherine Brott Fottenhauer. This is also put out by uh, Ethel Ethelzine. And before he kisses you, or before you kiss him, or before you kiss each other, before you wonder what it is to hold him, you two sprawl in the cushy confines of your bed and clutch together before he leaves sweat pressed into your sheets, before he stains the back of your thighs, or before you let him slip inside and find you fit easily around his enigma before you put him to paper and before you hope you are not just another place for his hands to touch before you name yourself harbor your body the afterthought a haven of hair and nails and warm skin your body the wreckage of proximity before you think you are worth more than desperate fingers you are small and tucked against the idea of love. Brazen and bare-legged, you are eager. Now I have, from Jane Hirschfield, What the Heart Wants. See, then, what the heart wants, that pliable iron, sprung to the poppy's redness, the honey's gold, winged as the heron-lit water is, by reflecting. As an aged elephant answers the slightest first gesture of hand, it puts itself at the mercy, utterly docile. The forces that brought it there vanished, fold into fold. In the old ice ivory, the unstartable black of the eye that has traveled so far, with the fringed peripheral howdah swaying behind, looking mildly back as it swings the whole bulk of the body close to the ground. Over and over it does this, bends to what asks, whatever asks, heart kneels, and offers to bear. Next, Ellen Bass. If you knew. What if you knew you'd be the last to touch someone? If you were taking tickets, for example, at the theater, tearing them, Giving back the ragged stubs, you might take care to touch that palm. Brush your fingertips along the lifeline's crease. When a man pulls his wheeled suitcase too slowly through the airport, when the car in front of me doesn't signal, when the clerk at the pharmacy won't say thank you, I don't remember they're going to die. A friend told me she'd been with her aunt. They just had lunch, and the waiter, a young gay man with plum black eyes, joked as he served the coffee, kissed her aunt's powdered cheek when they left. Then they walked half a block, and her aunt dropped dead on the sidewalk. How close does the dragon's plume have to come? How wide does the crack in heaven have to split? What would people look like if we could see them as they are, soaked in honey, stung, and swollen, reckless, pinned against time? Next, an old story, Tracy K. Smith. We were made to understand it would be terrible. Every small want, every niggling urge, every hate swollen to a kind of epic wind. Livid the land and ravaged like a rageful dream, the worst in us having taken over and broken the rest utterly down. A long age past, when at last we knew how little would survive us, how little we had mended or built that was not 
now lost. Something large and old awoke. And then our singing brought on a different manner of weather. Then animals long believed gone crept down from trees. We took new stock of one another. We wept to be reminded of such color. And last but not least, uh, probably my first poetry crush. First one who made it seem like anything was... There's something to this whole poetry thing. Um, E. Cummings. It's a little bit longer, so bear with me. My father moved through dooms of love. My father moved through dooms of love, through sames of am, through halves of give, singing each morning of each night. My father moved through depths of height, this motionless forgetful where turned at his glance to shining here, that if so timid air is firm, under his eyes would stir and squirm, newly from unburied which floats the first two, his April touch drove sleeping selves to swarm their fates, woke dreamers to their ghastly roots. And should some why completely weep, my father's fingers brought her sleep. Vainly no smallest voice might cry, for he could feel the mountains grow. Lifting the valleys of the sea, my father moved through griefs of joy, praising a forehead called the moon, singing desire into begin. Joy was his song, and joy so pure, a heart of star by him could steer. And pure so now, and now so yes, the wrists of twilight would rejoice keen as midsummer's keen beyond conceiving mind of sun will stand so strictly over utmost him so hugely my father's dream his flesh was flesh his blood was blood no hungry man but wished him food no cripple wouldn't creep one mile uphill to only see him smile Scorning the pomp of must and shall, my father moved through dooms of feel. His anger was right as rain, his pity was green as grain. Septembering arms of year extend thus humbly, wealth to foe and friend. Then he, to foolish and to wise, offered immeasurable, is proudly and by octobering flame, beckoned as earth will downward climb. So naked for immortal work, his shoulders marched against the dark. His sorrow was true as bread. No liar looked him in the head. If every friend became a foe, he'd laugh and build his world with snow. Father moved through vase of we, singing each new leaf out of each tree. And every child was sure that spring danced when she heard my father sing. Then let men kill what cannot share, let blood and flesh be mud and mire, scheming, imagine, passion, willed, freedom, a drug that's bought and sold, giving to steel and cruel kind a heart to fear, to doubt a mind, to defer a disease of same, conform the pitacle of am. Though dull were all we taste as bright, bitter all utterly things sweet. Maggoty minus the dumb death we all inherit, all bequeath, and nothing quite so least as truth. I say, though hate were why men breathe, because my father lived his soul, love is whole, and more than all.
Well, I guess that's a uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever this finds you. Thank you for hanging in there. Credits and links and all of that will be in the notes. You guys know this. Uh, kindly reminder that you can also click on all of my links. You can send me your poems. I will happily read them. Or if you got any stories, I'll read those too. We have some really, really cool guests lined up for the next uh, what's left of the year. It feels like it's going by very fast and very slow at the same time. All right, uh, I'll I'll catch you. I'll catch you next time. Everybody, uh, thank you, thank you for being here. Uh, stay safe. Cheers, y'all. <laughs>